leap of faith. Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. And today, we're going to be talking about some some Oscar nominations here on the podcast. No, no, no reviews this time around. We're going to be talking about the 94th Academy Awards which will be held on March 27th of this year. And as always, there's a lot of shock surprises and just snubs and, you know, heartbreak and excitement all around this type of year. So I'm very, very excited to kind of go over our, it's going to be like our reactions and our predictions for the 2022 Oscar nominations. Again, that um, the Oscars are going to be held on March 27th of this year. So it's coming up here pretty quickly. And, you know, film Twitter out there is just being blown to bits right now. You know, a lot of people's, a lot of people are happy. Some people are sad. There's a few snubs that I definitely want to get to. And I know there's a few snubs out there. I'm sure Devin definitely wants to get to, but before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you are a new or seasonal listener, to the show. We would love to hear from you guys. Show us some love and leave us a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X or email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how the heck are you? I'm doing all right. Tuesdays, Tuesdays are rough. It's just, what do you do on a Tuesday? It's just nothing Go to the gym. To Maybe I guess <laughs> hit the gym for a bit. I don't know. Catch up on some uh, euphoria. Uh, I, I guess know. I can start watching some of these Oscar movies that I haven't watched, which is most of them. Or you could buy your Batman tickets. Mm. Which we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I got another NFT coming my way. Very excited for that. So, yeah, I was actually surprised that the uh, the Batman. Um, well, I guess it's it's the fan event. Essentially, so it's a few days before it drops. Technically, on what March fifth, fourth, fourth, fourth. Yeah, so we're seeing it like a few days earlier. Um, a big fan event throughout the um throughout the country. I know a few people who are also going to be, you know, trying to get in there early. Honestly, like you know, first to market. You know, you, you can have your review out. Boom, boom, boom. Gives you a few extra days to do a non spoiler. And a spoiler review, which I feel like we'll be doing here on the podcast since it is such a big movie. Uh, the first big movie of the year, I should say. But yeah, Devin, we're going to get into our Oscar nominations here. So, man, oh, man, where do we, I guess let's just start with Best Picture, kind of work our way down the list. Um, I just want to say in general, I know you said there were some surprises earlier, but to me, it's just all the nominations just kind of seem like chalk, like no, nothing really stands out mm. just kind of seems like the the safe picks like you mentioned yeah for most of the categories here mm. there's no and there's also no like there's no there's no moonlight there's no like there's no star movie like that everyone kind of gets attached to yeah it, it is different i mean i feel like we haven't had an exciting obviously there's no parasite like right nothing will ever top that no well yeah moment. yeah well as as of recent years yes 
uh, for sure. But yeah, for me, um, there's a few that I was kind of surprised by. Um, but, but overall, uh, looking over the list, you know, my, my initial reactions, my initial thoughts, um, of the nominations, I, I would, I would somewhat agree, you know, a lot of them. I, I'm leaning towards news fest. Like that's, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> a lot of them, um, there, there are some I didn't really care for. Uh, there's a lot of, um, movies that are doing well more so than others, but, uh, for best picture, uh, let's just start off with that and then we'll kind of just go down the list. Like I said, you know, it, it always starts like smaller. They, they, you know, the Oscar live, um, nominations were earlier this morning around like 7:30 central. Um, I believe so, you know, people were kind of, you know, I was watching a few streams over, you know, while I was uh, working. So unfortunately we weren't able to do it as it was happening, but that's the best thing about podcasting. We can just talk about it after. Have it up the next day for everyone to enjoy. It is going to be a very busy week for us to begin with. So we figured, why not just kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're going to give someone, you know, not someone, but our listeners out there, something uh, different to listen to. We used to cover um, award shows a while ago, excuse me, but I don't know. We kind of just fell off of it. It just... We, I guess, we, <laughs> you know, there, there's so much to cover. And, you know, we were like, oh, my gosh, we want to cover everything. And then and they've just been getting worse year after year. Yeah, that too. Even at, especially after last year's Oscars really put a sour taste in my mouth. But, I mean, coming off the high of what, I mean, 2019, those odds, they're so good. 2018 was such a great year for movies, for TV, for storytelling all together and i was like it just it doesn't hit the same this year unfortunately but let's hit the ground off running here we're going to go over the best picture nominations for the 94th academy awards first off we have belfast um and then we're going to move on down to coda then we have don't look up drive my car dune king richard licorice pizza nightmare alley the power of the dog and Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Now, Devin, I got to ask you, how many of these have you actually seen? Not many. Coda, Don't Look Up, Dune, Licorice Pizza, and that's it. I do need, I am planning on watching Nightmare Alley because it's on Net, on Hulu. So that's an easy watch. Oh my God. I forgot King Richard, or did I not say that? Yeah, King Richard, I probably will watch. That's on HBO. Belfast, I don't think it's on any streaming services, but I do want to watch it. And then, I mean, I'm just not really interested in West Side Story or Power of the Dog. Didn't you say Power of the Dog was a bit of a bit of a snoozer? Uh, yeah, for for me, it was. It definitely was. I mean, it, it was it was great to see a lot of familiar faces uh, in that movie. You know, you had Benedict Cumberbatch, you had Kirsten Dunst, um, you had even Thomas and McKenzie make an appearance. Uh, you had Jesse Plemons uh, as well. Uh, but o- overall, I, um, it didn't do it for me. Not at all. It, quite honestly, it's one of the, it's ranked one of the lower films that, that I have. I mean, I understand why people like it. It's not for everyone. Uh, for me, I feel like it is more so of like a typical Oscar movie. You know, it, it is that Oscar it, bait for Oscar. Yeah. It is, it is that movie that, that was clearly made, um, you know, for, for Oscar buzz. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, it just, it just didn't do it for me. I, it was 
quite possibly some of the longest two hours of my life. Uh, between that and another movie that I'll uh, get into. But for me, out of everyone from Best Picture, uh, the only ones I haven't seen, and I do want to check out Drive My Car. Um, I know it's about three hours. I think I still have it. I think I do. I can't remember. But it wasn't something I was able to get to when I voted for uh, Music City uh, Film Critics Association. Um, you know, we were just busy with the podcast and, you know, life and whatnot. Um, much like a lot of snubs that have been happening uh, with, you know, the 94th Academy Awards. I mean, I, I understand from this prospect of, you know, you, you, you expect all of the Oscar, um, not contenders, excuse me, the voters, you expect them to watch everything. Um, I will say, I mean, th- there were times where, you know, I, I was sent a lot of screeners, uh, screeners, um, for, for my, uh, critics association. There was things I just could not get to because, you know, either life got in the way or, you know, I was doing something else. I, for whatever reason, it's not that I actively ignored them, but I did try my best to watch everything. And, you know, it is a little bit tough coming from critic side where, you know, we're actively, um, covering, you know, new content, old content here for the podcast and while trying to keep up with all the Oscar watches. Um, There was some things I wish I could have gotten to and drive my car is definitely one of them. Um, So I, that is probably my number one top of the list that I do want to watch best picture wise. Uh, The only other one I have not seen um, as well is uh, not power of the dog uh, West side story, uh, Steven Spielberg. It's, I mean, in it's weird because like I'm a big, you know, music movie person. I think I've pretty much seen every single musical outside of like, I think Annette and West Side Story. I definitely do want to check that out, but I have seen everything else, including from like, you know, Belfast, Dakota to, to Dune and what have you. Um, but overall, uh, I, I guess from what you've seen so far, what do you think is going to win for best picture? What I think is going to win. I think I have no idea. I want. I would like Coda to win. Right. So, so let's let's do what you would like to win and what you like. You know what what's expected or what do you think will actually win? I think West Side Story is going to win and it's going to be very lame. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you said Coda, you want to win, and then West Side Story, you think is definitely going to take on Best Picture. Yeah. Okay. Um. For me, I, I'm very excited that Coda's on this list. Um, I am, I am going to go with Dune for what I would like to win. Actually, yeah, I'm going to go with Dune with what I would like to win. Um, I'm going to go with Power of the Dog, which I think is going to win. Um, it's like I said, it, it just, it, it, it screams Oscar and, you know, it, it's not for everyone. Um, it is on Netflix for, um, any, uh, all listeners out there, uh, for people who want to check it out. I definitely do encourage you to check out as many as these as you can, uh, before the Oscars. So you can kind of like, you know, be in the know a little bit. Um, you know, we, we reviewed Coda earlier this year, uh, early last year. Same thing with Don't Look Up, uh, Dune as well. Um, I think those are the only ones we kind of, we, we were able to get to. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I, I def, I feel like Power of the Dogs is going to take it home. It, it just, it just has that, that Oscar feel, that Oscar vibe. You know, it's a low budget, uh, indie film and 
a lot of people have been talking about it on online. So it's uh, a, a lot of critics, uh, especially I believe power of the dog coming out of the nominations has the highest at 12 and then Dune is at 10 and then Belfast is at seven. I believe uh total nominations for the, uh for the Oscars uh, this year. So let's move on to the best director really quick. So we have Kenneth Brogna for uh, Belfast, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Amerson, uh, Anderson, Amerson <laughs> for Liquor's Pizza, uh, Jane uh, Campion for The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. This is where it just it's just Oscars are just silly in general because obviously if you're nominated for Best Picture, you have a great director. So it's, I mean. It should just be the same list. Like, what's the point of trying to take names out when obviously if they're making a best picture, they're a good director. What I mean, what best picture nomination doesn't have good direction? Right. And and before we get any further, you know, we are not Oscar experts whatsoever. You know, I, I try to, you know, dabble in the the Oscar races or the, the award season every single year. Um, I'm I don't know everything and I don't know everything about, you know, award season. I don't try to pretend that I do. I kind of just, you know, go with what I think would win, you know, when I had, you know, made my own uh, nomination and voting list uh, for my critics association. I feel like that is more so for me to kind of just, you know, gush about the movies that I really, really like this year. Um, but again, we are not, you know, we're not, <laughs> we're not like analysts or anything like that. We're, we're literally just two dudes on a podcast is trying to, you know, bring some great content to you guys and, you know, to talk about some Oscar uh, um, nominations because it's been a while. Uh, but yeah, so going back for the best director, I do feel like this was more, um, D- Denis Villeneuve is uh, missing from this list. <laughs> He was my number one snub. I mean, like I said, Dune got ten nominations, and I just I'm blown away. I, I think it I think it should have been taken off Best Picture, and then he should have been nominated for a director. See, and yeah, and th- that's the thing. Uh, there, there's a lot of things I still need to learn about the Oscars. I don't entirely know how this process works because you know it's it's like you said, you know, well, if it's Best Picture, like I guess it's Best Overall, like Well Rounded Picture, but. You know, there is no good. You know, there isn't a best picture without a director, and I I do agree uh, with that. It it does. It, it's it's weird. Um, I just don't understand everything about it. Um, and like I said, I don't pretend to. But going off of this list of what I think, what who, of who I would like to win, I would like. I would like Kenneth Brogna to win for Belfast. That would be my personal choice. And then for best director, probably it would be Jim Campion for Power of the Dog. Uh, what about you? I've only seen one of these movies, so I don't really. <laughs> same, same with Best Actress. I haven't seen any of those. But for Best Actress, I'm I'm willing to put a lot of money that Kristen Stewart's going to win just because of all the hype that she got for that role. She came out of she. Kristen Stewart has resurfaced herself back into the Oscar race. And I know a lot of people were, uh, were very crazy about that, but for best actress uh, list, uh, it is as follows. Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for the lost daughter, Penelope Cruz for parallel mothers, Nicole Kitman, 
for being the Ricardos and of course, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Um, I definitely want and think Spencer or not Spencer, but Kristen Stewart should win and will win this category. Um, another movie that I like, I kind of talked about with best picture. Um, I wasn't super crazy about, uh, was the lost daughter with, uh, Olivia Coleman. Um, it just didn't, it, 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 again, it didn't do it for me. It's another Netflix film. Um, it is adapted from a, a book. Um, not, not a super long book, um, from what I remember, but, uh, it, it just didn't really do it for me. I do love me some Olivia Coleman. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I personally think she was better in the favorite. Um, I think she does a good job in the lost daughter, but personally, I don't, I don't think it was Oscar worthy, but again, you know, these, the, yeah, you know, it's you, you. You're kind of dealt with the cards that, that 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 you have there. But um, yeah. So Kristen Stewart, I would love for her to win, and I think I think she will win, uh, for sure. I do hear that Param- uh, Parallel Mothers is really good, so that is one I definitely want to check out. Uh, top of my list. But do you plan on watching any of these? Or you have you seen Spencer? No, and I do not plan on watching any of these. To be honest, it's on Hulu though. Spencer's on Hulu, so it's Nightmare Alley. I don't care about the Brits and the <laughs> Queen. Devin, Devin, Devin. How dare you speak to our our cousins that way? Our our cousins across the pond. I do I do care about this Brit though. Best actor. Give me Andrew Garfield all day, every day. Oh, I thought you were talking about Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. <laughs> He's not that powerful. Well, yeah, yeah. I um, when I watched it afterwards for Power of the Dog, I tweeted out Power of the Snooze because I was drifting. But yeah, so best actor list is as follows: Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for the Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for the Tragedy of Macbeth. Now, Tragedy Macbeth is on Apple, is on Apple, so you can watch that. I know you have that one. I don't want to watch a Shakespeare movie. <laughs> it's all, I'm, I'm I had, I had enough of that in high school. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. I think out of all these, uh, for the actors nominated, I think Tragedy Macbeth would be at the top of my list, or I can just watch, you know, Tick Tick Boom again. I think Will, I think Will Smith is the sneaky, sneaky underdog here. I've not seen King Richard yet, but. It's it's good. It's I, I I did like I I think Will Smith did a phenomenal job. Um, I'm gonna go with who? Uh, this, this is tough. I'm gonna go. I want. I do want Will Smith to win, but I think Andrew Garfield's going to win. I mean, those are like my top two because I really liked Will Smith's performance as King Richard. Um, I felt the movie was a little bit too long, but he did a phenomenal job. Like. But it's like, oh, Andrew Garfield was, oh my gosh, just phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, so actually, I want to switch it up. I want Andrew Garfield to win, but I think Will Smith will win, and I, I think Will Smith should win as well. But it's it, it, it's all over the place. But let's move on here to Best Supporting Actress. We have Jesse Buckley for the Power of the, uh, not the Power of the Dog, uh, the Lost Daughter. Excuse me. We have Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kristen Dunst for The Power of the Dog, and Janae Ellis. I know who she is. I I'm picturing her in my mind. She's off uh, for King Richard. Um, really quick, 
I think, I think Ellis should win for King Richard. Um, but I'm going to go with Kirsten Dunst. And, and, and I keep choosing the power of the dog just because I know it's, it's, it's just one of those movies that everyone, all the Oscar, you know, fans are gushing over. Actually, I'm going to switch that up. Ellis is what I want. I think Judy Dench will win. I don't have a dog in this fight, but I think <laughs> Ariana DeBose will win. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. What's that? I, I hear it's good. I just, I just haven't watched it yet. I had a chance. I just, I just don't want prob- problematic people. I mean, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's that, but that doesn't necessarily stop me from watching. It's just the length. Um, but watch me like end up watching it. If I'm going to freaking love it. Uh, for best supporting actor, uh, we have here actually wanted to go back to best actress because I did have another snub there. Um, no Amelia Jones for best actress. I mean, I know she's, you know, she's a, 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 you know, young blood in this fight and, you know, she's, she's, it, she doesn't really have that much of a uh, track record, but I personally think that she should have been a part of this list. I would have probably, honestly, I would have nicked out Olivia Coleman for her, or maybe more so Nicole Kidman uh, for being the Ricardos. Um, just, I don't know. I mean, I love biopics. So don't get me wrong. Like, I love Andrew Garfield. Like, that is like the number one exception. Um, but sometimes I feel like there's just too many this year. I mean, I'll, you know, musical movies, one hundred percent. But yeah, I, I think that um, I think Amelia Jones should have, should have been there for sure. I mean, it's such a powerful story, whatnot. But that kind of goes back to what we were talking about. You know, it for director and Coda being for Best Picture and all that stuff. But anyway, let's move on. Yeah, here. I think I think my one snub would be for Best Actor. I would have liked to seen Nicolas Cage in there just for fun. Give him, <laughs> give him a give him Big. a little little spot in the the limelight there for. His fifty years of work, it feels like. Mm, yeah, it, pig, pig was pig was interesting. I don't think it was great, but I definitely think he. Oh, you watched this? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, it's on Hulu, but I think he did a great job. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. What did I think it was? Num- what did I think it was going to be? I thought it was on Netflix for some reason. I don't know. Hulu, Any- Hulu seems to pick up the Oscar type movies. They do a good job of that. Yeah, yeah, they really do. I mean, whew, man, I'm I'm actually just really excited. Don't look up as as part of Best Picture because, yeah. But uh, for <laughs> for supporting actors, uh, let's go through this list really quick. We're not going to go through every single one, but wanted to hit. Pretty much the big ones here. So we have uh, Syrian Hins uh, for Belfast, Troy Coster for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Two for the dog. Two for the dog. That just could be Troy Coster. Just that's all I want. I'm actually going Troy Coster for what I, who I would like to win and who I think is going to win. 
If you have two from the same movie, they're going to cancel each other out. So that's yeah. too gone. And I, I don't think Cody Smith McPhee was was all that great, um, in my opinion. But it's the the guy that uh, the picture I showed you earlier that was yeah him. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Coda uh, all the way. I, I think they're gonna. I, I think Troy's gonna is gonna take it home. I guess we can skip down to just like animated feature. I don't think there's really anything else. Yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, the best original. I mean, a quick shout out to Don't Look Up for making it for for best original screenplay. I I I have to say, uh, going up with like Belfast and King Richard, Liquor's Pizza, and the Worst Person in the World. That's another one I do want to check out. I believe that is a um, Swedish film. Norway, Norway, not Swedish, Norway. But yeah, and then. Um. Yeah. So, like I said, we'll, we'll jump around here for a little bit. So, for best animated feature, I was actually surprised with this one. Um. So we have Encanto. Um. And then that's going to be up against Flea, Luca, the Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. That was my like. I was like, oh, like I, I knew Encanto. I was like, okay, I'm like, okay. Obviously, best animated is always Disney focused, um, but I was very surprised to see Ryan the Last Dragon here. Um, I'd, I'd be fine with either Encanto or Mitchell's, preferably Mitchell's. Yeah, preferably Mitchell's. Uh, Encanto would be second for me as well. Um, what I think is going to win? Ooh, I, I don't know if Flea's going to win. I think it's going to be Luca that's going to win. But I would love Miss like Mrs. versus Machines is so good. Like I I. Lord and Miller, like, come on now. This is this this could be a really big year to kind of start to break out of the whole. Oh, well, you know, best which did you know which Disney slash Pixar movie won best animated feature this year? Um, we've definitely had others, but you know, this is what they have voted on thus far. But it's kind of it is what it is, I guess. Um, I guess I wanted to touch on best uh, cinematography. Uh, Dune, again, uh, for uh, Greg Frazier. Uh, Nightmare Alley for uh, Dan uh, Lawson. The Power of the Dog, Ari Wegner. And Tragedy Macbeth for Bruno Del uh, Bonnell. And West Side Story, uh, Januz uh, Kim, uh, Kaminsky. I think that's, yeah. I don't know. It. There, there's so many others, you know, we, we started to get into like the best, like costume design, the best film editing, uh, best makeup and hair stylists and what have you. Uh, original score. Actually, I'm sorry. Original song. Really quick out. Uh, quick little shout out to Phineas and Billy Eilish for No Time to Die. Uh, the song, a.k.a. No Time to Die. Uh, the other ones do include uh, Somehow You Do from Four Good Days. Uh, I never saw that one. Uh, and then Down to Joy from Belfast, which is actually really, really good. Uh, music by Van Morrison. Um, and then Dos Agoritas. Oh, uh, Encanto. Sorry, from Lin-Manuel Miranda. And then Be Alive from King Richard. Lyrics by Dixon and Beyonce Knows Carter. Um, that was that was a pretty good one, too. But was there anything else you kind of wanted to... I, I guess any other... Um, categories you kind of wanted to uh, touch on before we kind of just, I guess, just close out. You know, um, I wish we were able to get through everything, but we are a little bit uh, crunched for time 
today, but I feel like we've hit the, uh, I guess the one, the big ones that everyone, you know, wants to be a part of, but I mean, Hey man, I, I do not have any other categories to cover, but I do have a suggestion for the Academy. Oh, there you go. If you would like to make this year's Oscars more interesting than any other Oscars of past years to get, get your audience back, get the viewers back, get people involved, get people interested. You need to have three hosts. Okay. And these three hosts are Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. You have <laughs> yes. all three of them host together. Yeah. And then everybody would watch, guaranteed. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and unfortunately, you know, I mean, okay. We all knew that Spider-Man No Way Home was not going to make a Best Picture nomination. What I've loved it, absolutely. Am I disappointed? Absolutely. Am I surprised? I, I'm fine that it didn't. Yeah. Am I surprised? No. But it did get one. <laughs> they got one nomination uh for best visual visual effects we have dune um then free guy no time to die shang chi and legend of the ten rings and of course spider-man no way home i feel like when usually when it comes to superhero movies that's where they just kind of throw them all into because the effects are, are are very good i saw a lot of people online were saying where the heck is suicide squad it's like honestly there's a lot of movies that didn't make the Oscars just in general. I mean, there was mass, which is a really, really great film. Uh, the last duel, uh, house of Gucci. I can't say that's a great movie, but <laughs> it didn't make it in. Jared Leto's not here. So we're, we're, we're all good to go. Um, I know a lot of people are very mad about, um, about Lady Gaga not being there, but I guess that that's just more so of her fans uh, in general. Um, and just to let everyone know, just because you know, you, like maybe your favorite movie did not make this list in a specific category, it doesn't take away from anything because no matter what, Spider Man No Way Home made over a billion dollars in the box office. So, <laughs> and it is one of the best superhero movies ever made. So you don't really need the Oscars to validate that it is a good movie. You don't need the Oscars to validate just because like if mass isn't there or Titan or uh, Shiva baby or um, heck even um, uh, the last duel. Like I, there's a lot of films on this um, that I watched last year that that didn't make it. And you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but you know, everyone has their snubs. Everyone has his disappointments, but let's just hope this year on March 27th that they, um, they make it interesting because as we know, you know, the, the Oscars viewership, I think it was at the lowest of last year. Didn't do pretty well. Uh, you know, when it comes to that stuff, but you know, personally, I'm more of an Emmy person myself because i feel like they are more inclusive when it comes to everything you know it, to me personally there's nothing better than like a there's nothing better than a good tv show to watch i love movies absolutely love them but man oh man tv is just it's it's where it's at for me at least so very excited for the emmys that that is something that something something that i also try to like follow closely but yeah, pretty much think <laughs> that pretty much does it here for today. You know, we kind of just wanted to go over our quick little uh, thoughts and processes over the Oscars again, just because your movie, your favorite movie, favorite actor, actress, whoever it may be, you do not need the Oscars to validate 
that your movie is good. This is just, this is their war process. This is, you know, with, with their, um, with their voters. And, you know, it, obviously it is the, the, the big daddy, the big dog, um, as you say, but you know, award season isn't over yet. You know, th- this is, this is only the beginning. Uh, usually the Oscars obviously cap it on out, but that's it's it is what it is you know march 27th is right around the corner 94th academy awards i'm just really praying that we get i just i pray that we get just like a good awards season like show in 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 a sense like i just don't want it to be super boring and like uneventful or you know it will be yeah yeah see like that's what i like about the emmys they make it fun I mean, not saying that the Emmys isn't too long. Like, I mean, honestly, what award show isn't too long? You know, they 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 try to milk every you know penny, and you know, just they they try to celebrate it for as much as it should be. Personally, I you know, th- there's there's a lot of things that are wrong with the Oscars. There's a lot of things wrong with the Emmys, and a lot of things wrong with the, a lot of other award season uh, award um, award outlets out there, but. You know, we just uh, we kind of just suck it up, <laughs> and that's the lesson of today. Just deal with it. <laughs> Not just do it, just deal with it. But that concludes today's episode here on the Film Office Podcast. Again, March twenty seventh, man, it's it's coming around the corner. I'm sure we'll we'll do a nice little reaction for that for that um for that occasion. But that was our you know nomination reaction slash prediction episode here on the film optics podcast. Uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, this is more of like, so more of an emergency podcast. We have a lot of cool things coming up on the show. We have, whew, man, um, book of Boba Fett, um, series finale. We have our raised by wolves episode. Uh, well, not episode, but season two, uh, review overview of that. We have our Hunger Games review that's going to be coming out as well. We have so much coming up in the podcast. Definitely check out all of our episodes, uh, prior. You know, we've done Scream so far this year. We did a little bit of Witcher 2 action for you guys. We just, uh, uploaded our Jackass Forever review for you guys as well. And we kind of hope we just, you know, Hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> we got Uncharted coming up as well. So it's, it's, you know, we're, we're picking up and we got, we got the Batman coming up March 1st. Whew. Very excited for that one. Very, very excited for that one. Well, let's get on out of here. Um, actually, really quick before we do, always make sure to share this, <laughs> share this podcast with a friend, uh, whether it be your friend, your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be. Share an episode of our podcast with them. Like, hey, I hear you like movies. I hear you like Spider-Man No Way Home. You could, you should check out the Film Optics spoiler review of Spider-Man No Way Home and listen to them gush about everything that's been happening within um, that Marvel Cinematic Universe. But other than that, uh, we're going to close out here for you guys today. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys at the Oscars. Peace. Jagas for the Oscars. That's the biggest snub. (laughs) That is the biggest snub of the night. Jagas for Best Picture.
would have been such a great, <laughs> would have been such a great campaign. Great, great campaign.